Welcome to the Duly Noted Podcast. My name is Jonathan. I'm here with my man, Timothy. What's up? And we are here today to talk about the one and only Khalid. That is how you say his name, right? Yeah, yo, yes, sir. Khalid. All right. Yes, Khalid. So uh, real quick before we get started, I want to give you guys uh, a quick rundown of how the podcast works. Usually we give a little introduction about the artist. We talk about the history of their life, their career. Um, then we go through each specific album. We kind of talk about the what the album sounds like, the awards, the his- history of the album, et cetera, et cetera. Then we do our each our personal top five songs um, of this artist. We talk about our personal favorite album that the artist has come out with. We will occasionally, depending on the artist, have uh, some what if questions, uh, some open-ended discussion that we'll have. Um, we'll talk about their awards that they've won. Um, and then we will have a best artist of all time ranking system that we'll put them into, which we'll get to when we get there. For the hot takes. For the absolute yes, flaming <laughs> hot takes. But all right, so first things first, Khalid, give us, give us a little backstory on Khalid. All right, man, all right, man. So Khalid is a young guy, born in 98, big time stuff, you know, whatever, I do make things. 22, 22 20, years old? 22. At the time we're recording this podcast? Yeah, yeah, okay, there you go, look at you doing math. Yay. But uh, anyways, so I think first thing about Khalid, talk about his story, gotta start with his mom. I think I've read like 10 interviews he's done, he talked about his mom in every single one of them. Not quite ad nauseum, but we were teetering the line. <laughs> his mom, though, was in the military, and he was born, so they moved around a lot. She raised him. I didn't see anything about his dad. I had one article reference that she was a single mom, but I could not verify that at the time of this recording. I'll continue to do research, though. But anyway, so they, he lived around the country bunch, born in Georgia, lived in like upstate New York, lived in Germany for a few years, finally kind of settled down in El Paso, Texas, like in his senior year of high school. I think that was the longest he'd stayed anywhere. It was like two, three years, so... First place he kind of called home, and you can see that in his first album, American Teen. He references El Paso probably like six or seven times throughout that entire album. I was going to say a lot. It's really cool. I mean, more power to him. It's really cool. But uh, yeah, so anyway, we said he was young. So Location was the first big hit. Came out, I think, in, like right as he was like graduating high school. I think like later that year that came out, and then his first album, American Teen, came out the March after he graduated. So not even a full school year afterwards. He was already <laughs> Billboard Top 10 with an album. I mean, go crazy. That's wild. That is wild. Can I take a, a side road for yeah, just yeah. like two seconds? Yeah, yeah. Do you think that the average age of uh, music artists is trending downward, like the further we go along in history? I don't think so. Okay. How? I mean, he's, we just talked about, he was like 18, 19 when he blew up. Yep. How far back do we want to go as we go down this rabbit hole? I don't know. I'm just thinking like from when my like personal feeling of like the beginning of like pop music and you know worldwide phenomenon mm-hmm. et cetera et cetera was the Beatles. Right. And the Beatles were all adults when they started. Yeah, they were like mid twenties, I think, right when yeah. they really blew so, up. So I mean they're they were on the younger side, but they were still, you know, I mean, grown. And then um after that, I mean we hit the seventies where we had a billion one hit wonders. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, stuff like that in the eighties. Um, but even then, like I mean, bands like Aerosmith and yeah. Guns N' Roses, they and, were you know, older. Like, big true. names. They were all older. Even getting into, I guess Michael Jackson is Michael an exception Jackson because Jackson 5. He's, when he was like four, he and was singing in the Jackson Five. Elvis blew up when he was like fifteen or sixteen. He was still in high school. That's true. That's true. So that's going back a ways. I think it's okay. kind of always whatever, depending on the situation. Yeah, that's true. I guess I just. But feel I guess like, you're right. I think average wise, I'm sure the age is a little younger now, especially with like thinking specifically. If for some reason, in my mind, the turning point has been like Justin Bieber, even though <laughs> that's not the case. Because I don't know if you know this. This yeah. is a fun fact that I know about JoJo, the uh, the artist who sang "Get Out." If you uh-huh. recall, yeah, yeah. So 
when she came out with Get Out, she was only 13 years old. I think I remember knowing that. Yeah, and so they had to like lie about her age everywhere to get her I to do, be. I did remember that. I did remember that, yeah. Yeah, because she was she was only 13, which is crazy to me. But anyway, stuff like that. Like I feel like the, the Justin Bieber slash YouTube era of artistry has really brought down the average age of guess, slash yeah. our technology that we have now because we're able to have people like... Um, I almost said Lord. That's not what her name is. <laughs> but yeah. What is I her think, name though? I, I think can't remember. Who's, who's the one that... Billie, Billie Eilish? Eilish? Is that yes, what you're talking about? Yes. Okay. We have people like Billie Eilish who like completely... It was all her brother that like self-recorded everything and then right. put it out. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we have uh, technology that's in, allowed people with less money, you know, to... Yeah be not discovered per se but like put music out there and right. i think that's lowered the average age too i just think talent is more accessible now like yeah. you think like back in the 70s and 80s you need to have money to like go rent out a studio put together whatever you wanted to do to get yep. discovered like with khalid could you get back on our topic he put out a few songs on soundcloud got yep. discovered by rca and they're like hey come to atlanta and they, that's where he recorded location and that's how he blew up yep. got his record that way and just like Justin Bieber, Tori Kelly, whoever you want to talk about who came up through YouTube. Yep. Dua Leap, I think we did. She came up through YouTube. I think we talked about that last time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I just think it's a lot easier now that if I'm 16, if you're 16 and really talented, you can be seen. Whereas 30 years ago, you needed to be, if your parents weren't paying for you to go over and out of studio for a couple hundred dollars for the day. Yep. You couldn't put together whatever you needed to, you know, to get in front of the right people. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Continuing. No, it's good. Good discussion. That's what we're here for. Um, anyways, what were we talking, we talked, we talked through American team. So then went on tour, sold out. I think everywhere he went there for the, on his location, worldwide tour, not worldwide tour, North American tour. And his second album came out in 2019, Free Spirit. I think he released an EP in between. That did really well as well. Topped out, I think in, I want to say 11 on the Billboard top 200 albums. I don't remember now. We'll talk about it when we get there. We will, we will. But a couple more Grammy nominations doing his thing. But yeah, I mean, he's still very young and up and coming. So there's not a whole lot of history. Right. Because, I mean, he's been out for four years. Four years, yep. Yeah, you know, don't need a... There's he's a made moves in those four years. Oh, he has made... He has done some things. I'm proud. I mean, I'm proud of... Not as many moves as Dua Lipa, but... Listen, we're not here to talk about her we're anymore. Not here to talk about her. We fangirled enough on the previous pod. We did. Yeah, so since since we recorded the last podcast on Dua Lipa, we have both become strong Dua Lipa fans. I have not stopped listening to her music, you guys. That's it. <laughs> but anyway, that's we're not, talk, we're not here to talk about her. We're not... So let's break into uh, his albums. Specifically, yeah, yeah. I'm going to start with uh, American Teen. Sure. So American Teen, as you talked about, um, started off with a single of Location. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, everything else came came together. He actually officially released the album in March, March of yeah. 2017. Yeah. Um, like you said, with RCA. Um, this album, I don't know how to... You know, like last week we had a whole discussion of what uh, dual, the official genre that we would put Dua Lipa's music in. Yeah. And I feel like we do not even need to have that conversation because it is just like the most basic R&B yeah. slash oh, yeah. pop. There's been like some, there's a lot of talk of like alternate r and I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. Let's not, let's not. It's chicken's a chicken here. Yeah. It's R&B music. It's not, yeah, it's not a deep, it's not a deep thing. And he is a very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? consistent artist yeah as far as the as how his music sounds and the things he does which i think yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later yeah, yeah. but anyway so in october so what is that march to october was that about six months yeah in six months the album was certified platinum eight months but yeah eight months eight months march to october right for march to october is the 10th 
Mar- seven months. Okay, whatever. Seven months, sorry. It was certified platinum in seven months, which is pretty good. Which, do you yeah. know what platinum is in America? A million albums yes, sold? Yes, correct. Yeah. Okay. I just didn't know if you knew that. Yeah. So, a million albums sold, sales. Yeah. So, that's uh, it was certified platinum in October in seven months. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, this is, this is something that I wanted to talk about because... Okay. Khalid is like all music artists. I mean, they have international reach, you sure. know, which is something that um, is newer to yeah, as technology here. <laughs> as technology has progressed. You know, it's easier for people around the world to hear, you know, music from certain people. So he and so this album ended up going triple platinum in the United States, which is three million sales, which right. is very impressive. Um, it went double platinum in Denmark and New Zealand. Which, do you want to guess how many sales that was? In Denmark and New Zealand? Yep. I'm going to guess a million each. In Denmark, to go double platinum, you only need to sell 40,000 albums. Ooh, gosh. (laughs) And in New Zealand, to go double platinum, you only have to sell 30,000. To go double is only 30,000? Double platinum. (laughs) It's only 30,000 and 40,000 albums, respectively. Wow. I never thought about that it would depend on the population of your country, I guess. But yeah. 30,000. So it does a double it, platinum in New Zealand. Like, but here on, we, we go. Together. So, so we've talked about small countries. Let's talk about bigger countries. Okay. He also went platinum, just one platinum, in Australia and Canada. Okay. Do you want to guess how many album yeah, yeah, sales okay. that was? I think I'm starting to get on this now. Australia and Canada. Is it the same number or different? So it's, it's different number. Sorry. Okay. 10,000 apart again. I'm going to go, oh, dang, 10, 10 apart, I don't know then. I was going to say, that might have been too much of a giveaway. Uh, I, I, no, it's not to me, though. I was going to guess like 120 and 100,000. 120 and 100,000. Australia, to go platinum in Australia, only takes 70,000 sales. And to go platinum in Canada is only 80,000. Dang. Dang. Which is very fascinating That is really me. interesting to me. Because there's such a huge amount in America that you have to go platinum. I mean, it's over 10 times yeah. the amount to go platinum one time in America. Dang. But in every other country, the closest, the next closest country uh, to going platinum, I actually don't know how much it is to go platinum in the UK, but to go gold in the UK, it is 100,000. Okay. So he went gold in the, in the UK. Um, he ended up going gold in Mexico and Brazil as well. Okay. So he sold like 20,000 albums. Yeah. <laughs> No, it was 30,000 and 20,000. Yes, you're right. Okay. <laughs> he also went platinum in Norway, which was 20,000. My man. So regardless, yeah. overall, I mean, he did, he did pretty well with this album. Um, again, the United States, triple platinum at 3 million sales. That's crazy. Very impressive as a first, for a first artist, especially for an 18-year-old. Oh, yeah. Um, so it was just... Can you imagine? I know. Wow. So talking about uh, American Teen, mm-hmm. what was your... Oh, and actually, I can't ask you that question. We'll talk about it in a second. I was going to okay. ask you what your favorite song off the album was, but we're going to get into That's that for later. later. That's for later. That was a very tough decision. <laughs> so moving right ahead to Free Spirit. Okay. Free Spirit came out in April of 2019. Right. Um, so it is just over a year old for us. Oh, not just over. I guess I mean, a, year a year and a little year, bit. A little, a little yeah. bit of change. Um, so Free Spirit actually had a short film that was released with it. Did you watch the short film on YouTube? I did not. You did not? Okay, well. Uh, <laughs> did you watch it? I didn't. Okay. The, that was a short film accompanying the album, which I thought was pretty cool. I like when people do that. Yeah. The first like big thing that I ever realized that was a thing with was uh, Switchfoot. 
Oh, do you remember yeah, back yeah, in the day yeah. they had a whole not not just a short film they had a whole movie yeah. related that like came out in theaters I'm not like widely but it was like a it big thing lit. that they like shot a whole movie with this right. release of this album so I thought it was pretty cool that he um, did the short film I knew of his existence but I did not <laughs> so when he so in the first week Free Spirit dropped it sold 202,000 album equivalent units in its first week okay um and this was Khalid's first U.S. number one album. That's oh, so what did hit number one. It did hit number one. Okay. Free Spirit did. Actually, let me take your, let me rewind a little bit because I meant to talk about where it charted, where uh, American Teen charted. So I'm sorry. American, American Teen, Teen charted at nine, if I recall. It actually topped the U.S. Billboard 200 at number four. At number four. Okay. Yep. And it hit the top R&B hip hop albums at number three. Okay. Um. The <laughs> It, various numbers for other countries. The t- the highest that he went was the uh, Danish albums. Went number two on the Danish I'll albums. Tell you what, he's big time over there. He is big time over there. Um, but yeah, so that's where that's where that ended up charting. At the that was the weekly chart. I'm sorry. And at the end of the year, you're correct. The U.S. R&B hip hop albums was number seven, and at the Billboard 200, it ended up being number fourteen. So I'm sorry about that. Did a little out of order. Back to Free Spirit. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it was Khalid's first number one album, like I said. Okay. Um, it was also went number one in Canada on the weekly charts um, and number two in the UK as well as Ireland, which I knew was not a part of the UK. Never mind. Uh, and at the end of the year, it ended up being number seven once again at the uh, R&B hip hop albums for Billboard and then number 13 on the Billboard 200. So okay. it ended up being... Pretty consistent over both albums. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> this one, the Free Fair Spirit felt bigger. Like, I kind of felt did. like the arrival of, like, I'm a star now. Yeah. Like, I'm not going anywhere. It was good. I mean, it's good. I mean, it's, I, I enjoy the album, obviously. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, at the decade end chart for the U.S. Billboard 200, uh, that is from 2010 to 2019, uh-huh. it actually was number 82. Free Spirit was. Free Spirit was, which is impressive. Uh, yes, it's, it's, considering it's, it was only <laughs> there for one year. Right, and you know it, was, it came out in 2019. Um, so I thought that was fascinating. Yeah, uh, it ended up going platinum in the United States, double platinum in New Zealand again. Actually, went double platinum in Canada this time, uh, and then it was just platinum in Brazil and gold a number of other countries. Cool. So, yeah, my man. Once again, very interesting stuff. I, I have never really dug deep into. Uh, what it takes to go platinum anywhere else yeah other than the united states so i thought that was very interesting i'm gonna have to look into that more yeah so anyway on to our uh i'm sure what's everybody's favorite segment of <laughs> talking about our top five songs of said okay. artist okay i mean let's see what did y'all talk about the albums at all like overarching thoughts anything oh yeah let's talk about that a little bit yeah, yeah. um so overarching thoughts and this is my hot take of the day okay uh khalid has made with the exception of one or two the same song 40 times. <laughs> oh, man. And Here I we just... Go. I, and it, Here we go. I know, I know. But, like, I I was telling Timothy this before we started recording. I Every artist that we do, I listen to their albums, like, straight through. Right. Um, multiple times to, like, you know, get a feel for the artist and what they're doing and that kind of thing. Usually I do it in my car. Yeah. And as I was driving in my car, listening to Khalid, it was very difficult for me to distinguish songs. No, I mean... They all sound incredibly similar. Again, with the exception of one or two. Yeah. But for the most part, they're all very... Which, I mean, again, it's consistency. Yeah. Which I respect as an artist um, to an extent. Right. 
but for me, that's just I don't know. Both both albums they sound pretty similar. Yeah. Um, each of the albums like within themselves sound extremely similar. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. That's just those are my thoughts. How I about mean, yourself? No, you have I mean, more of a praise for him. I do. I'm a big fan, but I agree to an extent. I think like the first time I sat down when we were doing this, and I tried to listen to American Teen all the way through. I did find myself on like song like eight being like, I think I've already heard this song before and like kind of tuning it out, you know, not being able yep. to focus as much on it. And I think that is part of it is like it. I mean, it's hard for me to bash a guy, a 17, 18 year old who's writing these songs. Yeah, being sure. like, Hey man, these songs all are like the exact same. I'm not going to do that. Cause I mean, there's whatever he's doing his thing and I'm proud of, but I agree with you. There is a very consistent flow to especially American teen where it's just like, one song ends, another song begins, and they, they mesh together nicely, which I usually like, but there's just not a, like I said, it doesn't differ enough for me. I said it's easy to kind of get lost in the, I think I've heard this song like three songs ago, but no, yeah. actually it's the same song. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't really agree with you though on Free Spirit. I think Free Spirit kind of flows a little bit more and like goes off in places and comes back. Like I think, even though I don't really like the song, like the song with John Mayer, like there's like, that's huge. That's very different to me than like the rest of the songs on that one album in particular. Although it is, we talked about very cliche. It's a very cliche John Mayer song in a lot of ways. But there's difference. Like there's differences on that album. I think more so. What do you think? Do you think Free Spirit same way for you? You kind of no. I mean, I I agree. I think that again. I mean, I I gave him you know two or three songs that go off the beaten path. But for the most part, I think that they are all pretty similar. Um, in general, again, um, my other blazing hot take is that my favorite Khalid songs are the ones that are not his. They're like the ones that he's featured on. Oh, well. And so I, <laughs> so I don't, you know, and again, I think it's because I'm just like so used to hearing his voice over like a certain type yeah, of, right. no, in a certain type fair. of sound. So like hearing something different, I'm like, oh, it's so refreshing, you know? That's true. Um, like the song he did with Ed Sheeran, for instance, was something, it was like, it had his signature on it, I thought, but it was very different for him. I was yeah. like, man, y'all wish he would do more music kind of like with this flavor to it. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. But I think going back to American teen, especially like not only do the songs kind of sound the same, like he's singing about basically the same thing over and over again about yep. being a kid growing up in El Paso, finding his voice as a musician. So I think it's when the songs sound the same and you're singing about the same thing, I think they do tend they blend together obviously very easily. Yeah. But I mean, whatever you have your opinion, it can be wrong. It's <laughs> it slaps. <laughs> All right, let's talk about our top five songs then. Okay. What a seamless transition there. Yeah, yeah. So why don't you, why don't you start? Why don't you start with number five? Our right, number five for me, the title track of his first album, American Teen. Really? Yeah. I really like that song. That, I mean, the first, now location is not going to be in my top five because, well, we can get into that later, but the first like four or five songs for me on American Teen all just kind of like, they like kind of floored me the first time. I was like, dang, this man really came out here spent some heat. But then, then, then we talked about it. Obviously, it sounds similar. But like, <laughs> American Teen just really hits for me. Number five for me. Great song. A lot of his music has a very, I think we talked about this earlier, has a lot of like, has a bittersweet feel to it. But you know, if you're in the right mood, like, bittersweet music really hits. And 2020 is the definition of bittersweet. So, you know, his music, it stands right now, you know? It's good stuff. All right, anyway, sir, number five for you. Number five for me is going to be right back. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. That's one of the ones that That's I think one. I think veers off the beaten path a little bit. Yeah. Um, something I want to say about his music in general, actually, that I was thinking of when okay. you were talking about how it's bittersweet. I would agree with you. I also think that it is music that's perfectly suited for like 
driving in the car at sunset, you know, like oh, just chilling, a doubt. like just relaxed. But Your again, pothead like head friend, friend in the back, smoking weed. Like <laughs> it is, it is perfect for that. But again, like that's basically the only time that it's like really good. That it really like fits the occasion. You know what I mean? That's the, it's just so limited in my, at least in my mind. But anyway, continue. Go ahead. Number four. No, no, you're good. All right. Number four for me, getting off that same album, 18. Oh, God. This one, this was a song that was really hard for me to have it so low. I was trying to figure out how to get number one, to be honest. But 18 is also number four on my list. So shout out. (laughs) Again, I mean, it's just, it's the same thing, honestly. I mean, it's very similar to American Teen and Message. But it's, it's a good vibe song. I think, like you talked about, his music is really vibey. Like, yes, correct. If you're in the right, you're in the right setting. It's perfect. But there's a lot of wrong settings to play his correct, music. Correct. At this time, but you know it's fine. Anyways, so use number four. I took it from you. So you go ahead with your number three, unless you have thoughts on eighteen. No, I don't have any thoughts on eighteen. I, I would agree with you. I, I think it is like very similar uh, in the message of you know the other songs of American Teen. But I think it. I I like it personally. Yeah. Um, number three is going to be location which is the first song that i ever heard of his yeah and that was i kind of in a little tangent about myself when i first heard location i was like oh man this song is great like i like this you know i like this like vibe you know i like this like style um and so i actually had very high hopes for khalid when i heard this song right um and that's i think that's why i'm so critical now because (laughs) i was kind of disappointed that i basically just heard location 12 more times on the album you know and so i was like man you know i'd really love to see him like branch out a little bit you know be a little bit more adventurous um with the album but i didn't ever get that but anyway so continue that's my number three i'm gonna talk about location real quick okay so i like location more now than i did when it came out which i don't know if you saw like kylie jenner put on her, her instagram or something and that's what like really blew him up it's her playing location. Really? And I did like, not know that. Which is, which again, just the power of social media in the world of music today is truly crazy. True. That Kylie Jenner can play a song on her Instagram live and that dude turns that into like whatever, and that whole album. I mean, that's the same thing we kind of talked about last week uh, on right. TikTok. I mean, if all it takes is one like quote unquote viral song, right. you know, like all it takes is some kids doing a dance to it and it becomes popular and then. It's craziness. But I think like I didn't dislike location. It was just one of those songs that I heard. 70 times and i personally never chose to listen to it mm. so song you already were kind of iffy on is forced upon you leave a sour taste in your mouth yeah i agree that was number three though right yep Here that was are. number three for number me, three so. for me switching up to the free spirit album better Ooh, a good one I, I found like his top songs i'll really 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 like so it was really hard for me one through four they you could i could throw them in a hat pick out any of them they'd be whatever they go anyway but better I couldn't knock it about the other two just because it doesn't like I can't scream singing better, if that makes sense to you. And that was yeah. what decided for me to put it at number three and not leave the other two out. So anyway, sir, over to you. Number two for you. Okay, number two for me. Number two is going to be talk for me. I'm a big fan of talk. Same. Okay. It is, it is also go. my number two as well. Let's go. Yeah, talk is great. I mean, talk is, again, that's probably, I don't know. That was probably the next big like single one that i heard of his that i was right. like oh yeah like i like this you know um and then i listened to a bunch yeah no i agree like i like kind of liked his music that came out and that was the first song because i think i truly like loved and wanted yeah. to like seek more of his music out because gosh that song it was like a solid month didn't matter what mood i was in i was blasting that thing <laughs> that was good all right so no your number one pick then number one back to american teen album young dumb and broke mm. yeah listen man I too 
have been young, dumb, and broke. <laughs> <laughs> so we relate heavily to the song yeah i just remember like the first time i heard it i was like dang this song for everybody between the ages of like 15 and 21 this is like their song of the year <laughs> and like i just think that's like that's so cool to like know that in the moment and then to see that he got like i think he got a grammy nomination for that song did he not or we'll talk about that in a minute i don't know i don't remember now but yeah it was a big time song i whatever that and talk i will i will never get tired of i don't think and listen to them over and over again until death do us part. So anyway, sir, over to you. Number one. Also, though, you don't have any. You talked about his your favorite songs. His are his featured songs. You haven't even listed one of his. Featured well, no, songs. I would. Why would I? That's not one of his songs. I can't put a song that he's featured on in the top one, top five of his music. That's not fair. I mean, okay, I, I disagree though. I mean, he's not, making a top five songs of Ludacris. They're all gonna be features. No, you can't do that. <laughs> You cannot do that. All I do is win is credited to DJ Khaled. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. Like, did he do anything on it other than scream his name? No, but it's technically his song. And I don't know what to say. I, I mean, I just think, I don't know. If, whatever. Uh, we, that's the topic for nothing. Yeah, I, I, I can't put any. This is just up. personally for me. I can't put any songs that someone's just a feature on. on okay. their own. Like, if that's it doesn't fair. come out on their album or under their name, I just can't. I can't do it to them. Okay. Um, but my top song for Khalid is Eleven really yes now see 11 was a song that i came across and i was like this see this is what i wanted from right. khalid the whole time like you know this is the music that i thought i was gonna get in american teen this is the music that i thought i was gonna get with free spirit which i got one song but <laughs> <laughs> this 11 is 11 is one of those songs that i like listen to over and over again it's actually still in my 2020 playlist yeah so i, I mean, mean it's that's, that's, it's a great a, song that was a tough scratch for me on the top five there was like there's like four or five songs. I feel like I disrespect it. I have them in the top five, but you know what? It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. All right. What do you personally in your heart? What do you think his best album is? His favorite, your favorite album of his. There we go. Oh uh, man. I think I got to go American teen. It's close. Mm. Free spirits. I, I like them both a lot, even though with all the, whatever, it sounds the same consistent, whatever. Now listen to it multiple times through any part of the album. I can hit play on. And I know I'm going to like that song and the next song, and it's going to whatever. Like I said, it's vibey, bittersweet, all that stuff. I enjoy it. Free Spirit, very good, just like a notch below. There's probably like four or five songs I'm just going to I'm just gonna skip, to be honest with you, mm. when it comes on. So I think American Teen, honestly, I don't think there's really one I would consistently be like, oh, heck no, skip, you know? Yeah, right, right, right. And I think the Free Spirit has a few that I just can't. They just don't speak to me. Yeah, nah, I'm with you. So what about you, sir? Uh, mine is going to be Free Spirit. Um, I think both albums you can be wrong, but <laughs> both albums for me have songs that I would just skip outright, sure. but I think free spirit is, is more, I just more of a fan of that stuff. Again, I feel like I may be, may have the problem, which I meant to say this when you were talking about young, dumb and broke that song to me is a location to you where like I heard it and I was like, Oh, like it's all right you know oh, yeah, and then i yeah, heard yeah. it a hundred million more times and i was like okay i don't like this song anymore um and that's how that's how i feel like a lot of american teen is for me like okay. a, there are a lot of songs that i've heard 50 times where like if you had asked me within the first you know two weeks of it coming out i probably would have chosen that album yeah um but now just because a uh, free spirit is less played on the radio <laughs> i just like that's just the one that now i i feel like i like more of that those songs um, but also like how often do you listen to the radio anymore? So I was fair. thinking about this when I was going through it, like thinking about location. That was like the last six months of my life where 
the radio had a big impact on my musical taste and what I was listening to. Yeah. Because we were all young, dumb, and broke, so not everybody had Bluetooth in their car yet, you know? So we were still relying on whatever, iHeartRadio or whoever, whatever you listen to. But Free Spirit, like, I don't think, I may listen to talk on the radio like twice ever, and that's probably it. Everything else is me, whatever, has mm. been chosen. Yeah. No? Makes a difference. Oh, all right. I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. So uh, talk about some of the what ifs. The unanswerable questions. The okay. unanswerable questions. Okay. Speaking of ludicrous, I actually thought about this. Okay. Number one, is Khalid going to be the ludicrous of this musical generation? I mean, just like the, you need a good feature, you call this man. Because I was looking, you think about all the songs that he's charted out the most of. Most of them are songs he's just featured on. It's not like his individual songs like Eastside, other stuff like that. So is this where his career is going? Like his solo stuff is really good. It's popular, but. When he needs that top 10 hit, it's always going to be featured just like it was with Ludacris. Um, I don't think so. I don't think that he's going to be like the feature artist of, of our generation. Actually, now you're going to have me thinking about who I think the feature artist of I our mean, generation also, is. I mean, that was my next question. I mean, have... I well, personally, I think the feature artist of our generation is Drake. Okay, fair. That's what I think. I mean, if you want to like... crank out a banger, you call Drake. To just be I mean, a that's feature. Drake don't miss. He does not miss, bro. But like, I don't know. It's hard for me to call Drake the feature artist when like his solo stuff also is huge hits. Yeah, but I mean, Ludacris had big hits. Not necessarily in our generation. Most of his stuff okay, came out I in like mean, 2004. Yeah, yes. So I mean, like we got the we got the tail the end the of tail his end career, of it, right? Which I mean, I, don't I, know. I love me some ludicrous so i don't maybe i'm not the best person i to just talk. i mean like i like his music too but i just think if you were to look at historically what songs of his tr- like what's the word i'm looking for charted the best yeah i would i'd bet a lot of money that over 80 percent of them are songs that he featured on and are not his individual ones and it's the opposite of drake it's just don't matter i mean that's just where i think is that where khalid is going where maybe like two of his songs in his album go top 20 top 10 but those three songs he featured on 2019 those are all top ten. Yeah, uh, I guess I don't know. I think I just I just struggle to reconcile like the same level of feature artist of okay. like Ludacris and Khalid. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's early. We'll see. It is. Oh, it is early. Asking. It is early. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think of another like a comparable feature artist, but I can't think of one right out off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, I don't. I that's don't why these think are unanswerable. So. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think that's how where where his career is going. Um, but we we'll, we can talk about where his career is going when we get to yeah. our. Best artist of all time. Yeah, yeah, tears list. Yeah, yeah. My my other one is is Klee gonna be the last big artist that started on SoundCloud? I was thinking about this as I was thinking like where music's going, how you get discovered now. Like in high school, it used to be like I don't know about you, but for me, it was like a couple times a week I'd go through SoundCloud, see who was popular, who was trending, and stuff like that. You know, trying to get ahead of the music game. Yeah. And like I always knew that like. Two or three of my man, two or three guys who were like SoundCloud rappers and were trying to make it, and then also knew like two or three rappers that, oh yeah, Drake's pretty good, Wayne's good, but have you heard this guy on SoundCloud? He would trash him. You know what I'm talking about? Like, right. That just doesn't exist anymore. Nah, at least not in my world. Now it's, what are you doing on YouTube? Re- recently, it's been all those freaking TikToks of sneaking into the baby's studio to drop it. You know, have you seen those? Yeah, drop a yeah, verse yeah. on whatever one of his songs. And that's like how people are trying to get their names out there, get discovered. So it's like, is this like the last big gasp of air from SoundCloud? Like we produced Khalid and that's it. Uh, I, once again, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, I feel like, 
SoundCloud, like they're not in danger of closing down anytime soon. Um, so, I mean, I don't think that this is the end. I think that the like SoundCloud rapper, um, not genre, what, what is the word? The culture, right? I think is this something that's still pretty prevalent in our society regardless? Because I think that even it, even though TikTok is like the new, the most recent way to like get discovered, you know, like people still use YouTube and stuff, yeah. even though YouTube was years before SoundCloud. And for the same reason, I think that SoundCloud's going to continue to produce people who, you know, are not going to pay money to put it on Spotify or, you know, some other streaming service. But, you don't still, have to be, but I think like Spotify's made it so easy to get on there now. You don't have to, I mean, you pay, they make money off of you basically instead of you giving them money to get on there. Yeah. I mean, that's true. But again, like that's not the culture of like home music makers is not like, let me put my music on Spotify, at least for, especially not for rappers. Okay. It's that's still, fair. I think SoundCloud is still like the number one, you know, people, I mean, people will have like viral tweets and still put their SoundCloud links that's underneath. True. That's true. Like that's still a thing. That's fair. So I, I don't think that this is the, I don't think this is the last like hoorah of SoundCloud or anything like that. I think that they've got a couple more artists up their sleeve, you know, in the future years. Um, but yeah, I think okay. that's that's probably where I would go. I I, th- I think I disagree with your take, but yeah. I think this may not be the last one, but this is this is the end. Oh, okay. If they this may he may not be the last one, but he's gonna be the last one of like the last ten or so, I think. Oh, okay. Well because I just don't see maybe. Like well like for me personally, I feel like we're above average on like the seeking out new music people of the United right. States. I can't tell you the last time I went to SoundCloud to go try to find new music. Like it has been years for me personally, at least. Yeah. But also I think that that has to do with, at least for me, that has to do with less of the legitimacy of SoundCloud and more of the, like how good AI has become at finding like new music that That's I would true. like. So, for example, Spotify is basically all I use. Yeah. And their, like, um, Discover Weekly playlist, that's Mm -hmm. basically how I discover all of these new New people. And, I mean, they don't just put people on there that are popular. Yeah. You know, like, I've come across songs on there that have less than 10,000 plays, and I'm, like, you know, one of the first 10,000 that ever listened to it. And so, it's one of those things where I think that, because back in my day, also, the big thing that I used was Pandora. Oh, yeah. That was how I discovered new music is I picked a song that I'd really like and I'd add like a couple more, make like a playlist or whatever. Um, And then I just kind of let it go. And then I I eventually heard songs and I was like, oh, this is really good. You know, like, who is this? Mm -hmm. And I'd go look them up and whatever else. Um, So, I mean, I don't, again, you're right. I have not gone onto SoundCloud and like looked for new stuff in a long time. Um, But I also really haven't felt the need to. Okay. All right. I I feel like Spotify has done a great job of finding me new artists that I like, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, because there's already been like even within I just got Spotify in 2014. Same. And even which I guess is six years, but R.I.P. Beats Music. I know. God, we were we were some heavy Beats Music users before that. Oh, but anyway, um, thanks a lot, Jay Z. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but even even since then, I mean, there's been a solid at least 20 to 25 artists that I have personally been like super invested in the beginning of their careers uh-huh. that have not done anything but have like died out basically based off of your discover weekly from spotify yeah so like basically like spotify will have shown me an artist that's like new and i'm like oh this artist is great they're gonna do some awesome things and then they like stop making music and i feel like if that has to happen close to 30 times for me like the amount of new artists that i'm seeing is is gotta be a ton you know what i'm saying yeah yeah that's true 
Because, I mean, for every, you know, one person that makes it, there's however many that don't. But I'm just saying, like, the chances, of, I don't know. I guess it's just... I feel I, like you're helping my point that artists are not going to go viral on SoundCloud anymore. That was really was my point here. Okay. I, well, I just, like, I think that era I guess I is agree. over. I guess I might agree with you then. Because, like, Location went viral on SoundCloud, and that's how he blew up. I just don't think that's happening again. Like, I think the last... I'm just thinking, like, I know that's how kind of how Chance got discovered, really. So he put his mixtapes up on SoundCloud. And I just don't... It's just not a thing anymore. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'll have to do more research and come Anyways, back with you. We'll talk about it next time. I have to talk R.I.P. SoundCloud. <laughs> In closing. It's not dead yet. But anyways, dude, move on, though. Our tier list here, so... Uh, five tiers we put our all these musicians in that we talked about. Hold on, about. hold on. We got to talk about his awards. First. Oh, we didn't talk about his we awards. We didn't talk about his awards. Right. Go ahead. So he has been nominated for 50 awards. Okay. Music awards. Um, and I use that term loosely because <laughs> as we discussed yeah. previously and as we will discuss now, um, the legitimacy of some of these awards that he has been nominated for slash one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let me, we, we, we need y'all's feedback on what awards matter. Yeah. So we, we're, we're in agreement that, obviously, the Grammys yes. matter. The AMAs, American Music Awards. AMAs, the Billboard Music Awards. Yep. They absolutely matter. Um, how do you feel about the MTV Video Music Awards? The VMAs? The VMAs? I, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't hold as much weight as I think they did maybe like 10 years ago, but they yeah. still carry weight. Like, I think... Whatever, you're still going to be really excited if you win a VMA. Right. Yeah, I would agree. I'd be proud to have a VMA. The, the A-list people still go to that award show. Yep. And show up. And I think that matters. So, yeah. So, on the other end of the list, okay. um, we have the Teen Choice Awards. Would you be proud to own a Teen Choice Award? I think, like, in the moment, like, let's say, let's say I'm Khalid at 18 and I win a Teen Choice Award. I'm excited about it then. Yep. When I'm Khalid at the age of 30 and I'm looking back at the awards I've won... Is the Teen Choice Award really something I'm like, man, I remember where I was when I won that thing. Yeah. I think the answer is no. Right. I think that, I think my response to the Teen Choice Awards was, is kind of like, um, the weekend's response when he won the one and he was like, really? I saw this. He, so he won a Teen Choice Award for I Can't Feel My Face. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm with you. Right. But like the whole song is about cocaine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. so like, it's very not a Teen Choice song. And right. he was like. I don't want to say he was upset that he was there to receive. He just like was not thrilled. Like, right. you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. it, and it's just one of those things like that's how kind of how I feel about it. I was like, you know, I don't really make songs for 14 year olds or 15 year olds. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and so I, that's personally how I would feel if I got nominated for one. Yeah. But I've never been nominated for anything. So I'd probably so, be hyped. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'd be <laughs> ecstatic. But yeah, no. So they're like, eh, they're like, they're like the C tier, I guess. And uh, <laughs> so an, an, another couple interesting awards that he's been nominated for. Um, he's been nominated for a Woody Award, which I'll give you ten dollars if you can tell me who does the Woody Awards. I can't tell you. Uh, it is done through Cheddar U, which sure, is <laughs> which is a closed circuit network uh, available on college campuses that are owned by Cheddar. Okay, um, so I mean, again, feels pretty obscure to me. But 600 colleges feels like a lot at the same time. Yeah. Okay. My college did not have Cheddar U. Right. So I don't. So that, I have, that's like the tier below Teen Choice Awards. Right. 
Uh, yeah. So anyway, he again, he's been very famous in foreign countries. He yeah. won a Gaffa Award for the best foreign new act, which was uh, located in Denmark. Yeah, he is big over there. We talked about that. Which yeah, we he he he's is big like over double there. Double platinum over there. Um, how do you feel about the iHeart Radio Music Awards? Ooh, those I feel like that's kind of the opposite of the VMAs. I think that has gotten more credibility in my eyes in the last five to ten years than the VMAs. That where I think like the VMAs are trending down. Oh, oh the iHeart is it's trending, trending up. up. Okay, because they that. get they. I don't. I'm gonna finally mention Taylor Swift. Nope. Like I know Taylor Swift is going to the VMAs, and I think. Maybe five years ago, she would have gone to the iHeart Music Awards, but I think she did go last year. Okay. So, like, I th- it's kind of the, whatever. Okay. So, okay. I'll, I'll allow those. That's fine. I mean, that matters. That's, like, radio plays and stuff like that. That's getting yeah, music yeah, out Yeah, yeah. I there. mean, it, yeah, it matters. Um, so, he has been nominated for seven Grammy Awards. Okay. That matters. He, he has not won any. Right. Um, but he has been nominated. So, let's talk about things he did win. He won, in 2019, most recently, he won the American Music Awards, the favorite male artist for pop slash rock, okay. the favorite album for soul slash R&B, which is Free Spirit, okay. and the favorite song for soul slash R&B, which was Talk. Okay. And he won all three of those. Those make sense. So, I feel like he cleaned up at the AMAs yeah, in 2019. Yeah. Um, in 2018, he won a uh, Teen Choice Award. He also won a Billboard Music Award of the top new artist. Okay. In 2018. That was one of his Grammy nominations, right? Was New Artist. Let me see. Those happened in... Yeah, those happened in 2018. Mm-hmm. Yes, the Best New Artist okay. was a Grammy nomination. Um, he was also nominated for the Best Urban Contemporary Album, the Best R&B Song of Location, and then he was also nominated for the Song of the Year and the Best Music Video by a song that he didn't do. Right. Um, I'm sorry, he did. He was featured on. Yes. And it was the 1-800-273-8255 yeah, yeah, the logic song. song. Yeah, yeah. So he was nominated for a song of the year and best music video. Those are two of his Grammy nominations. Again, I struggle with the <laughs> legitimacy of like if I he he's a part of it though. I think especially I know, that song. Yeah. He he did he I think he produced that song with Alicia Cara or wrote it or both, I don't remember. He was a he was a large enough part behind the scenes of that song especially. I guess. Yeah. For me yeah to be I, like, I'd, I'd agree. He I'd absolutely agree. earned that nomination uh in 2018 he also won the in the iheart radio music awards he won r&b album of the year for american teen and the best new r&b artist okay so he he did good again uh also in 2018 he won that best for a new act in denmark let's go and in 2017 he won that's on mama's mantle i'm sure (laughs) he won the best new artist at the vmas okay so those are those are the things that he's won um the official total count is 11 Okay. awards but at least two of those questionable in my eyes being the woody award okay. and the one from denmark i don't know how proud of those i'd be if i was a i mean i'd be an I'd artist be, i would be proud myself but yes you're right i i guess that's true i don't know if i'd put them up in my like award hall of fame oh, like no. i would a grammy or something yeah, yeah. you know oh, man um but anyway yes yeah, so moving on best artist of all time rankings go ahead tell us tell us a little bit about the scale so we have the five tiers right we talked about these every, every week so the bottom tier Hot stuff, your one hit wonders, your up and comers, you know, not, we don't know where they are yet. Number two, superstars, where we put Dua Lipa in last time. Yep. These are people who are kind of, who've taken that next step, you know, consistency is very big here, I think, for, to go from hot stuff to superstar. Next tier up. Did we put Dua Lipa in superstar? We did. Did both of us do that? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have to, no, no, we can't talk about that. No, continue, continue, sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) Number three, Hall of Fame. These are for your more like your more established. They've been around probably like seven to ten years now. Got three, four albums. 
you know, whatever. They're like household names at this point. Yeah. Number four, superstars. No, nope. number four is generational talent. Sorry. Superstars, no, sorry. Sorry, you're right, you're right. It's just generational talents. You're right. Generational talents. So obviously, I think that kind of speaks for itself. These people are around 15, 20 years. I mean, whatever. They've produced bangers for a long time. They've been around a long time. You know who they are. Your parents know who they are. And probably your grandparents know who they are. That's a big deal. And the last one, the top of the list, is timeless. These are the... I don't know, man. These are the, these are the Michael Jacksons of the world. You know, the yeah. people that are yeah. like... Whatever. In 60 years, you can still bring up their name. And me and everyone else in the room knows who they are. Yeah. Those are the Michael Jacksons, the Beatles. You know, people who... You, you name drop, and yeah. I mean, people know of yeah, their yeah. music. People know, yeah, and they can at least, like, sing a song of theirs. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty dope. But all right. So this leads to the question. Where do you have the artist we've spoken about today, Khalid? Where is he at in your five-tier system? So I think that Khalid, I think it's going to be very dependent on Khalid's next album, um, where okay. he ends up. I think for right now, he, mm, right now he is, he's inching his way into the superstar category for me. And that's tough to say. That's tough to put him and Dua Lipa in the same category. But also it's both, both of them are very new in their music careers. Yes. So at, that's what like, that's what I mean. That's where he is today. Not where we're, we can talk about where we think he's going to end up. But yeah, yeah. I, I think where he is today, he's a superstar, um, that level two, um, definitely more than the one hit wonder, but I don't think he's a, he's earned the right to be a hall of famer by any stretch oh yeah no 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 um so I, i'm gonna say superstar so for me coming into this before i really did the research i'd have had him sharpied in as a superstar i think really but now that i've like done the research looking at other artists i think i have to have him in hot stuff right now wow you know i was gonna do hot stuff i was afraid you were gonna fight me for it i because especially uh, this is like the 18th time we're talking about dua lipa but when i look at they're very similar they've both done two albums yep done what they've done and Dua Lipa's I think is clearly a step above him in everything yeah so, so I, I would agree and we had her and Superstar and I think that was the right decision mm-hmm. it's hard for me to justify having Khalid in the same Bracket. category yeah, yeah as her I just don't think like I mean there's he has a lot of things we talked about seven, seven Grammy nominations he's the ninth most streamed artist on Spotify right now yep I mean those are big things to be proud of and you're doing cool stuff but I mean, he has the nomination. He hasn't won a Grammy yet. He hasn't. He hasn't had a number one album yet. I don't think. Or no, wait. Free Spirit went number one. He hasn't had. Free, a, he, yeah, it, it was the number one. Free Spirit in the went weeklies. number one. Yeah, he hasn't had that like truly transcendent moment yet, though. I don't think. And I think that's what kind of that consistency with that moment. I think puts you up to the next level. Looking at someone like Dua Lipa, who has had those big moments, but also has had like new rules is the most streamed album by a female artist on Spotify. Like those are big yeah. things. And I, it was just hard for me. I just could not justify having them in the same bracket. When I looked at whatever, an artist had a very similar timeline, what they have done versus Khalid. So right now, hot stuff, but that's not where he's going to stay. Oh, but no. I would like to know, where do you think? Let's, uh, the, it's now 2040. Khalid has just retired for the fourth time from the music <laughs> industry. So here, where is he at? Here's what I think. And I am going to get absolutely roasted by you for saying this. Oh, baby. But (laughs) I think that in 20 years, we're going to look back and see that Khalid was a cultural phenomenon for his two years of reigning. But I don't think, I think that he's going to come out with his next album and it's going to be not a flop, 
but I think it's going to be pretty average like his last two have been. And I just don't think that his fan base will be able to garner like enough excitement. Um, I don't know to keep it going. And that's just because if, if you look at, I don't know, it's, it's tough for me. I know, I know it's only been out a year and some change yeah. and, um, uh, American scene has been out for three years. Yeah. Um, but when you look at, I mean, American Teen going triple platinum in America, yeah, in the United States. I mean, this one's only gone single platinum in the United States. It's ended up. I mean, I know it's been a, it's only been a year and yeah. some change, but I'm just thinking like overall, like their their Billboard height was the was similar. Yeah. Um, and just stuff like that. I just don't see like an upward progression that I need to see from an artist that's going to make it in the long run i think i see like a bunch of hype at the beginning uh-huh. that has carried over into his second album but i think that if he doesn't like step up to something for his next album that it's not gonna it's not gonna have the same effect as the first one okay so for i think the fourth time this podcast you are allowed to be wrong this is a safe <clears throat> space that's ridiculous absolutely ridiculous I'm just, I'm not, I'm not even going to really address a lot of that because I'm going to get upset for me where I think he is going to end up. I put the floor at like a Bruno Mars type career. I think you put the floor, I put the floor at a Bruno oh Mars type career. I think, well, I, yeah, like a solid, like that's like, that's like a hall of fame type career. He, I mean, he's going to win some Grammys. I think. Is he? Yeah, I, he is. Now you're not gonna probably like them because there's gonna be half of them are gonna be from uh, features, from but features. <laughs> but that's not gonna count any of them. That's beside the point. He's gonna win some. He is very talented. He is 22. We have we have a lot of time here. If he wants to sit and marinate for five years, pull Justin Timberlake, that's fine. Do your thing, baby. It's, I just I just cannot believe you. Cleet is not going anywhere. Podcast. Listen to me. Duly noted fan base. He's here for the long haul. In the year 2045, you're going to be driving your, maybe even your grandkids at that point. I don't even know how old you are. You're going to be driving some children down to the school, and you're going to be bumping some of his music that he just released last week. Don't listen to this man sitting across from me who was a fool. Anyways, the ceiling for my man's is, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go timeless right now. I'm really pissed. <laughs> timeless? No, sir. I don't think that, but I'm ticked off right now. I, I, don't, know what the, I don't know what the ceiling would be. I don't know. It's interesting to see, like, does he get into the more of like the production role side of things going forward? Does he start writing songs for other artists? Like, there's different ways for you to like boost up your resume as you kind of go along. So I think it'll be interesting to kind of see where he goes outside of just like his own individual stuff he puts out. So I don't know where to put the ceiling at. Still, it's, it's too early to tell. But it's gonna be high. It's not gonna be no dang hyped up for two years and then gone like. Okay, so I just want to real quick, this is not a Bruno Mars podcast, <laughs> but I just want to real quick address the fact that you said that the floor of his career is Bruno Mars. Yeah. We need to, I need to, I understand your feelings on uh-huh. the subject. I just need to bring you back, ground you in reality for a little bit. Go ahead and hit me with the dude had like a good and a half. Never mind. Go ahead. I'm not going to risk Bruno Mars right now. This, uh-huh. I'm just talking about Bruno Mars' first album, Doo-Wops and Hooligans. Uh-huh. Okay. Doo-Wops and Hooligans remained at the number one billboard spot for 11 weeks surpassing bob marley and the whalers album legend 
for the most week at, at number one in 2013. Uh-huh. It had the second longest stretch at number one for a male artist behind Michael Jackson in his 2003 Greatest Hits album, number one. Okay. That's fine. That's his first album. Okay. This, is, this is what I'm talking about. This is the, like, out the gate, okay. you are charging forward. Okay. My man went quintuple platinum. <laughs> quintuple platinum. I just don't, I just don't know. <laughs> I, I, I just can't. Like, there's, it's, there's ground that Khalid has to make up. That he's just, it's not, I, I don't see it. There's different trajectories, different trajectories. Okay, <sighs> tell me the stats from my man Bruno Mars' latest album then. Okay. Well, we're going to see the trajectory, and it's going to be, I think. 24 karat magic. Yep. Go ahead. I'm feeling confident right now, guys. <laughs> all right. Let's see here. <clears throat> you see, you haven't, I, I wasn't prepared for this, so I got to, I got to do all this, I'm sorry. this research. But as you go, I'll talk for a second. Okay. Though. Yeah. Go ahead and talk for a second. I just think Bruno Mars came out very, like you said, very strong, but he has not, the numbers have not been the, the same for those, his latest few albums. I think Cleet's on a different trajectory. I think that's all it is. So I just think, when you look back at the totality of their careers, I just think they're going to be, I think the, I think I just where the floor is the wrong word. I think most likely they're going to be very, very similar. I shouldn't have said floor. I think that's about where he ends up. If you play out his career 10 times, I think five times Khalid and Bruno Mars are like n- numerically about the same. Okay. His most recent album, okay. which was 24 karat magic. Uh huh. His weekly the weekly chart performance was number two on the okay. Billboard 200, number one for top R&B hip-hop albums. The yearly, the end of the year, okay. was number two on the Billboard 200, number three on the top R&B hip-hop albums. Dang, I thought that was a The decade-end charts okay. for R&B hip-hop albums, number 12, and Billboard 200, number 16. That was 24 karat magic. 24 karat magic. Well, dang. Never mind, guys. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not the same. I understand where I understand how you feel. I'm just telling you that Bruno Mars is not the right person to compare him to. I just because I just, that's where it's gonna go. Bruno Mars has solidified himself in the gener- or the Hall of Famer category. Yeah. And I know we said we would never bring up other artists outside, but, but this is I Bruno agree. Mars has got to be a benchmark. <laughs> because I agree. Bruno Mars to me is like the benchmark of the Hall of Famer, right? Yes. Now. And that's the thing is that, like, I again, I understand that you have high hopes for me and Khalid, and I think that he's going to be fine as an artist. I think uh-huh. he's going to do great for this generation. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be a generational talent. That's a little too far. I don't, I don't think, think so either. I don't I, think he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I don't think he's going to oh, reach. I do, I do think that. I don't think he's going to reach that. I, I think that in everyone's, in the music industry in general, you have a, usually you have like a breakout album. Yeah. And then you have a second album that's even better. Right. You may be lucky enough to have a third album that's even better if you're Justin Timberlake. Yeah, I was just about to say. <laughs> <laughs> but then after that, like you, it, it, there's a decline, and it's a natural yeah. decline, yeah, and yeah. your decline may start earlier than others. The, my or problem Taylor is... Swift. Let me go ahead. If you're Taylor Swift, you're declined. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> my problem is that Khalid has now come out with two albums. Yeah. And those two, uh, the first album, it performed pretty well, I would say. Very well for yeah. an 18-year-old. I was about to say, yeah. The second album, though, I just feel like is not in an upward trajectory. I feel like if anything, it's it's going to end up being the same. It may, I, I don't know. It may end up going triple platinum in the U.S. again. I'm not sure that it will, and I I don't th- I think that if it doesn't, if if the third album that he puts out is not like complete fire and reaches to different fan bases, I just don't see him extending the life of his career like that. Okay. Again, you can be wrong. It is okay. <laughs> I just, I just disagree. I just think it is. It's gonna. We'll see. I, I'd be curious to see. I'm, I'm curious. He has done a lot of work 
even kind of because really his second album, Free Spirit, is a lot of his EP music he put out or whatever. So I think he's done so much more collab work because I think he kind of knows he needs that new, like a new sound, a new vibe to his music at times. So I think I've seen him going out and going out with other people and working with Ed Sheeran, working with whoever you want to talk about. Yeah. And I think that's going to pay dividends here on albums three through whatever. I think you're going to have a little bit different sound, a little different feel. And that's why he's going to be bigger than Bruno Mars at the end of it. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. Bruno Mars has won 11 Grammys. Okay. He's, he's only been nominated 16 times. <laughs> he's already beating. If Khalid wins every Grammy he's ever, that he's been nominated, he he's being nominated time. for it next. He's, he's right going there. to lose. I mean, I mean, okay. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. He has won every <laughs> AMA award that he's been nominated for. He is 10 for 10 in AMAs, bro. I'm just Listen. like, I, you cannot say, tell me that Khalid is going to be Bruno Mars. I just I can't. Just, that's not the floor of his career. That is absolute insanity. I walked that back. I said, I said floor is the wrong word. I just think, that's why I said, I just think if I was to put a person who I think it'll compare to, I just think that'll be who it is. It's not the floor. It's what I, it's like the average, what I think, okay. what I think will happen. So the middle. Yeah. You, the, the floor You, you the can floor. see Khalid doing the Super Bowl halftime show in four years? Yeah. <laughs> That's not even that ridiculous to me. Yeah. Absolutely. Although I did forget his, his Bruno Mars halftime performance show was spectacular. Yeah, it was. This was one of my favorite ones of all when time. When he hopped on the drums. Woo. Got, anyway, anyway, we're, I, I don't want to talk about Bruno Mars anymore <laughs> because. Save it for the later pod. I, I will save it for our Bruno Mars podcast, but I'm. I'm excited for it. I'm offended that you, you dare to compare these two artists. Please leave us a review and tell me how <laughs> insane my man Timothy is over here. Uh, don't forget to email us at uh, I don't even remember now. <laughs> Duly noted pod at gmail.com. You can email me at Bruno Mars Hater 147 <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, all right. Anything else you want to say to the people about not Bruno Mars, about Khalid uh, before we leave? Man, I think we covered it. I think this was, it was, it was a good, good discussion today. I think it was too. I think you are crazy for bringing Bruno Mars into this, but. That's that's topic for another time. We hope y'all have a good time, a good week, good day, whatever. Yeah, like I said, you can email us at uh, dulynotedpod at gmail.com. Yeah, go ahead, follow us on Instagram, all hey. that fun stuff. Yeah, we will. Uh, we'll connect with you next week. Appreciate you. You're ridiculous. <laughs> you are ridiculous. Thank you for joining us this week on the Duly Noted Podcast. We will see you guys next week on Wednesday. Remember, you can follow us on Instagram at Duly Noted Pod for some behind the scenes action or just staying up to date on what we're doing. Uh, you can also send us an email at dulynotedpod at gmail.com. Uh, we appreciate your support. If you love us, give us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you can find us. We'll see you guys next week on Wednesday.